you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. You're tired? Your feet hurt? Did you wake up one day and you were a parent? Or a professional? And you just want to know how in the hell you got here? And so quickly. Then we invite you to listen to our new podcast, Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. Tune in each week for a conversation amongst two sister friends who are really just trying to learn how to adult for real. We'll talk life, career, love, family, and the critical importance of minding your business drinking your water and staying moisturized because your black will crack if it's dry (laughs) write that down bye today's episode of the friend zone is brought to you by our friends at talkspace talkspace is the online therapy company that believes therapy should be affordable confidential and convenient to learn more about talkspace and to show your support for the friend zone podcast go to talkspace.com forward slash zone and don't forget to use code zone to get $30 off of your first month. That's Talkspace.com forward slash zone and offer code Z-O-N-E. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as k Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Stay lit. Don't forget it and never fuck with it. Cause bags up. Don't put them bags down. Bags up. Don't put them bags down. I need my money and I need my fam. Touch one, then boy, you know I'm going with ham. All right. Speak from the heart. My ankle monitor going off. It ain't been charged. Uh, Percocet. Molly Percocet, we in love, might as well be on that shit. About to keep it real, cause it go down like this. And if you got you on, you about to feel this shit. Can't help it, I only want that bitch. You know I'm lying, I ain't calling mine no bitch. This shit so real, I'm scared and I'm ashamed to vent. But here I is, my heart open, my shit just split. My bloodline players, I ain't gonna reinvent. Just always want you in my story, intricate. Plot twist, 
Feels hit. Emotion one. I submit. Some mask off. Fucking mask off. Lay on my chest and feel that beat you made it toss. You ain't no loss. This ain't no liability. Lay in the mornings, wanna stay until infinity. I need your smell. I need to feel that energy. Don't give a damn about where you've been. It's where you're fitting to be. So Percocets. Molly Percocets. This love is higher than we ever gonna get. If you ever sad, I swear I feel that shit. But every time you smile, my decision switch. So mask off. Fucking mask off. This right here, the last buy you're about to get. Bitch. Uh, so Percocets. Molly Percocets. Is that a real song? Molly Percocets. Is that a real song? Well, Percocets, Molly Percocets is the line from Future's Mask Off. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Percocet. a hit. Molly Percocet. <laughs> yeah. We back Percocet. up in the heezy. Molly Percocet. Uh, I feel like that's, that's the perfect song, though, for all those girls that have been posting those Instagram videos like Kim Bella, um, Amber Rose, Marlo Hampton. There's a new bra that only covers, like, the front of their breasts, and it mm. laces in the middle. Have you seen it? Oh, the, and like, they draw it together. One. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like they need to make videos. It could be the anthem. Percocet. <laughs> but even that, even that tune <laughs> is real. Like you know, like I, like if yeah. I if I was like you know a Marlo posing on the bra and stuff, and that was playing, I would feel like you know Marlo feels you know just a rich ass bitch in a badass bitch bra, and just be like, oh, bad and future's playing. Bra. I think it would be the perfect anthem. Victoria's Secret wouldn't have nothing to do once they put that out. It would have been told. Victoria's Secret would have been told, goddammit. <laughs> Percocets, Molly, the uh, brawn panty sets. <laughs> Bo. <laughs> Bo. Shout out to Bo Nose. Did, did he tell you what that is? We will Bo later. Uh-huh. I'm, by the smile on your faces, I can only guess that it has something to do with a housewife. Mask off. Well, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> a town, a townhouse wife. Percocet, Molly Percocet. I'm in over my head. Yes, you is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Ooh. friend. Hey. hey, friend. Hey. Hi, y'all. Of the dot to the com. Everybody, <laughs> welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look into all zone. things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell or the heaven sometimes Ooh. will want a musty brain? Not me. I ain't going to heaven stinking. You know, I was on a plane <laughs> yesterday. Speaking of stinking. I'm telling you, speaking of stinking, two things. Number one, the lady that was in the row with me pooted. So that's Stop. a whole issue in and of itself. I hate which, when they you do know that. Like that. You know but what? That, that's a whole issue. And the thing that is, really bothers mind me. you, after like, myself and... We're, we're in these confined quarters. Mind you, right? I'm the person who I sits... This, like this is a, basically a cross-country flight. I'm the person who takes a um, Benadryl before I get on the plane so I can sleep. I've already peed. No reason to get up. So I'm the perfect seatmate, right? I was chivalrous, helped her get her fucking bag, helped her put it back up, helped her get it down and get it back up again. And she was on the end, not me, right? Helped her. And she she pulled it. <laughs> and it smelled like lentils, right? It smelled like, That's what did it worst. smell like? 
It just smelled like <laughs> it was one of them hot. I think she had ate some some something with like sugar because it was one of them oh heavy hot ones. Oh god! You know what oh I'm saying? God. Like a precursor. Oh you know what I'm saying? A it was a, yeah. It was a prophetic <laughs> poot. Oh it told god. of things to come because no, she had to no. check into the Bates Hotel. You hear me? Oh god. It was time to go. Drop the Browns off at the Super Bowl. Uh, so. uh, well, that's so awkward because then the person will do it and then get hella quiet, and you you feel their body get stiff. Like if you're gonna think someone else did it i'm like why why wouldn't you just get up and go to the bathroom which is what it's there for ain't nothing but two that's where it's okay to do <laughs> people get it it's not the fact that it's something wrong with the act no right? i mean it's your there's body a place it. to do it though and it's not my company <laughs> the reason that we brought up that airplane though is because we were talking about heaven and how we don't want to be stinking when we go right and i was like blown away <laughs> I always no go to intended. sleep, right? <laughs> oh my God! A wah baba lubapa wah bam boom. But uh, I was just blown away, like being on the other side of them clouds. Now I'm on a cloud. Now Shout out to Nisha Nishay. Look up homework this week. Look up Nisha Nishay. Oh I know you may God. have a little trouble with that, so that's N E I S H A N E S H A E. On a cloud. It's one of the best songs you've never heard. Now we on a cloud. I have everybody that hears it gets hooked. I have Asante. Yes. You've seen witnesses and you've heard yes. it yourself. It's a good damn song. Hell of a made the beat. It's a jam. <laughs> but anyway, I was literally on the other side of these clouds, and I'm like, wow. I, I always thought that people were just talking shit about like heaven being all white and shit. And I just think because that's the furthest up that we all didn't got and came back down to talk about. <laughs> I think that's why everybody thinks it's white. But seeing the clouds and then being in the clouds, it just blew me away. It was breathtaking. And it's so relaxing. I was so yeah, inspired. Were you about being in the clouds and seeing the clouds? And, and all three. All three. Uh, okay. Little you know, tree Peter. Open to all. <laughs> it's a polyamorous meme. <laughs> <laughs> With the shit. You hear me? It was great. Literally. It was great. Oh, yeah. Fran on the board. Today, I'm telling you. She ain't never been off. They just didn't know. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Fran in the lead this week. I yeah, see baby. This, this episode's good. Yeah, baby. When yeah, he does yeah, that, baby. you already know. Well, I have one more. What are I just you need doing, to get baby? I, I need to get this out the way early this week. Oh, no. <laughs> I do, and this is what we finna do. Like, so can you just give me a moment? Fran is doing she's this. She's doing it. I can't hear it. I can't take it. And it's the timing, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like them kids that know how to cuss. They say the cuss <laughs> words and use them in the rifle. When you tell me what in the hell I'm supposed to do with one juice box, Shit. like a little kid say something like that, to you be like, that's how Fran. Yeah. Yeah, me tearing. There's this song though. By it's like a DC Go Go song <laughs> by CCB. Is it CBB or CCB? I Sierra think it's Marie. CCB, and it's called Fatty. And when I tell you, I just long story short, I was in Vegas this weekend, yeah. and I had a moment where I was literally on the 59th floor, and it's like unreal, like like open air suite, so pretty, like. Right? And all my friends were there, and we were like in the in the midst of partying, and that song was on, and we was moving. And I just remember looking like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it is the jam." Wait, CCB, and it's called Fatty, Fatty. and it's a DC Go Go song. I'm oh, and if you know me, and you know what kind of songs make me, you know right, what kind right, of songs right. make me go mm-hmm. off like that. I gotta play it. So that's just homework for this week. Now go ahead, Asante. <laughs> Why I gotta go ahead? Cause you're right there in front of my <laughs> sight line. 
Well, let's just go on ahead and do what we always do and talk about some of the fun things that we talked about from last week. Yes. The episode was, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck you no more. more. And before we do that, is she really going to be on Love Hip Hop? Yes. I guess we'll come back to that later. Keisha we Collins? sure will. Yes, she is. And yes, we will. Which uh, city? Hollywood. Hollywood. Hmm. <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> All right, so a lot of you had some. You better interesting sell dis- your houses now. <laughs> oh my God, that's <laughs> the timing. <laughs> a lot of you had some interesting things to say about last week's show. Fran, what did you find? <laughs> I found Pamela Asagba. I really hope I said your last name right. On SoundCloud, said listening to y'all each week really is magical and a bit eerie. Literally, each episode aligns with a recent change, realization, or event in my life. A few months ago, I finally admitted that I do want to get married and have a family. It's a big deal for me because for as long as I can remember, I fought that desire with a passion. I hid behind my parents' experience, blaming their unhappiness, especially my mother's, for my own rejection of marriage. When I removed all the blame and victimizing, though, all that was left was fear nurtured by my own self-rejection. I was afraid I'd be a disappointment to my mom, and I was terrified of losing myself like she had. So I couldn't fully be okay with myself and my desires. But now I am, and it's truly liberating. Wow. I completely agree. That's why I was saying last week that that is what made me change my mind. I've been looking at the things that I have a hard no on, like when I'm like, no. I'm not doing that. Or no, hell no, hell no. Anything that kind of makes me feel charged, like I can feel it in my body, that's what I've been focusing on. Because a hard no is weird sometimes because mm. you're like, what's charging that answer? And most of the times, nine times out of ten, it's a fear-based uh, thought that is fueling it. And so that's why I've been kind of focusing on all the things that, like I was saying last week, our episode was about changes and all the things that I kind of feel might be limiting me based on things that have happened or just who I am today. So I totally agree with you. And I, those same changes are going on with me. What about you, Asante? Who stood out to you? Well, in the <clears throat> emails, Milan Day. I hope I am pronouncing that right. <laughs> hey, guys, this last episode really resonated with me because I used to struggle with how people think of me. When I was listening to you guys speak on the importance of change and letting go of those that can't accept your change's growth, I just want to clap and point over my head like Will Smith did at the end of Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> I'll never forget when I first realized <laughs> that, that some silly. of the people in my life couldn't take my growth because it made them uncomfortable. Mm. I'm from Toronto, and the legal drinking age here is 19, and I started dating my fo- uh, first boyfriend when I was about 17. I didn't start drinking until after turning 19 because I wasn't square as a teenager, but my boyfriend would always make me feel bad about wanting a drink. It was as if I was supposed to always stay in that 17-year-old state of mind. I wasn't allowed to grow into my adulthood. It's almost been 10 years since that relationship, and what it taught me is that I have to live my life like it's golden by not placing limits on myself and others. I'm always trying to push myself out of my comfort zone by pushing myself to try new foods, explore my options academically, and be open to new adventures. And the way that I have been able to grow and reach my goals in my 20s is because of how I've pushed myself. I appreciate you guys and your positivity. I swear you guys literally say what I'm thinking verbatim. Thank you so much for that. Collective consciousness. It's just a, it's just all being able to perceive, like look <clears throat> around and see like, okay, this may not be good for me, but that doesn't mean that I may not want it later, you know? Because mm-hmm. it, it just may not be something, even like acquiring taste. Like for me, I didn't like 
coconut water. Yo, that's so true. Yeah. I used to hate, hate um sparkling water. I used to be like, why do people drink this shit? It's like and, ooh, and, wax soda. And now, now, and now I crave it all the time. A little spritz of some, a little cranberry mm-hmm. splash. Or it's something. delicious. Isn't it's that so, so weird? But I hated it. Same hated with it. olives. I know that's ooh, so random. I, I used olives to hate too. the fuck out of I would carrots. pick it out of my food, but now I crave olives like randomly. Carrots still I'm... nasty. I just make myself <laughs> eat them because I know they're good for me and shit. But they still taste like <laughs> the carrots. Don't really taste. They taste like, like hell with with a little bit of like. Uh, Splenda on it Not even real sugar They just taste like <laughs> Empty with fake With sweet and low on them I hate carrots <laughs> I do Carrots are horrible But no. I know that they're So good for you And your right. vision and your eyes Yeah mm-hmm. and eyes are important Don't nobody want to walk around Looking like a coke with lemon On them yellow eyes So you know <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I can't see y'all. How did we get on this uh, tangent? <laughs> back to Dustin. That's Dustin, not true. What, what did you find in them, in them tweets? In these streets. In these streets. <laughs> um, I just want to give a shout out um, from back in the day on March 21st, actually. Uh, March 21st, 2000, Trina released her debut album, The Baddest Bitch, on Slip and Slide Atlantic Records. That was 17 years ago. Worthy of mention, yeah. Um, Something that really was, you know, instrumental to me really determining, um, like, my self-worth and, like, you know, prioritization of, like, my energy and just really focusing and getting my life in order. So I want to definitely recognize that album. I love it. Um, Also, I would like to um, give a quick shout out to our own (laughs) Francesca, Hey Friend, Hey, who tweeted six what days ago that she was funny? never taking this hoodie off. She had the cutest oh Vanity Six hoodie. So funny. It was so adorable. Was like, it was so I perfect for friends. I made it also like friends And so when I saw it, I just was like, oh my God, this needs to be mentioned because it's Isn't so it perfect. Cute? Yes, it is so cute. I really wish that I could shout out the website, but they're so terrible that I can't even do that to y'all. <laughs> oh, well. So they ain't getting nothing from us. No. Look like they don't the get none. customer service. I mean, <laughs> but the hoodie was Well, glad it made it safely. We ain't gonna talk about the journey. It's the journey. (laughs) Sounded like me. Uh -uh. I'm finally here. Okay. If y'all don't stop tagging me to the video of her dancing. <laughs> that little, have you seen the gif? I want to shout out to um, Demetrius Shields. Demi Shields who said that you really can't appreciate how full out that move was <laughs> until you see it in gif form. <laughs> like, how full out the choreo was. When was that was. performance? It was on Good Day LA like months and months oh ago when the song first dropped. So <laughs> Speaking of funny you. people on Twitter, I want to give a shout out to at I think Mark, friend of the show who created a really great thread um he created a really dope gift thread (laughs) yes using all countess vaughn gifts singing um the dream girls theme song from dream girls (laughs) in the dream even down to the to the beginning when the announcer says ladies and gentlemen the crystal room is proud to present the dreams and this is the one that took me out friend it says i'm not the dream that you had before i'm I'm not the dream that you had before Yo, Mark is so funny. Did y'all see the the picture? Like, you know how the prom pictures were going up the past couple weeks? So there was this boy that had a pink suit with flowers on it. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, it was, really it was cute. actually cute. Yeah. So I he tweeted the outfit saying that he loved it. And then I was like, me too. I want to wear it. And Mark goes, we should both get it and be Chloe and Hallie. <laughs> 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 Ooh. 
He's hilarious. He said we should He's just walk hilarious. the streets and be crowing. <laughs> you know he meant it. <laughs> Mark Yo, has a gift. You guys have to follow, I think, Mark. Please. Mark has a gift. Um, I want to also he give a, a shout out to um, Robert McGuire, who tweeted that after promising not to talk business with the POTUS, Eric Trump says he'll give his dad quarterly financial reports and then went on to highlight quotes from an interview with Eric Trump where he said that, um, and I quote, he will continue to update the father on the, his father on the business. Yeah, on the bottom line, profitability reports and stuff like that. But, you know, that's about it. How often will these reports be every quarter? Depending. Yeah, depending. Could be more, could be less. Yeah, probably quarterly. I talk to my dad a lot. We're pretty inseparable. So it's just it's all a bunch of lies. It's all big fat lies. <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. Uh, I also <laughs> would like to highlight where is this video? Please let me find it. Why can't I find I've been looking. I'm off that narcotic. Where is the video at? <laughs> there is a video that someone's right here. There's a video that we were sent by um, uh, Shady by Nature at Telly Two Times. T-E-L-L-Y, the number two, T-I-M-E-S-S, of her niece, who is a little bitty, beautiful baby girl, mm. singing Issues by Julia Michaels, which y'all know is my song. <laughs> Look at this, y'all. Look at her though. Look at her, cute. That's but her how she feeling? She's okay. Yeah. She was singing. She, she was dancing and moving with the emotion to the song. So y'all know that just grabbed my heart. That's how you know she music is it. everything. Yo, <sighs> right? It just pulled my heart. So I also want to give a shout out to um, DeRay McKesson who tweeted this, DeRay. but I've seen it on a lot of other people's Twitter feeds too. The video clip of those black people playing real life hungry hungry hippos with those small oh, circular laundry it. baskets. I want to do it. Gotta. Do it, gotta do it, gotta do it, gotta do it, gotta do it. Why haven't I thought of that? Hell yeah! So real life hungry hungry hippos. Yeah, friend, come on now. (laughs) So just wanted to give those shouts out to everybody in these streets. Uh Ah, in these streets. Let's do it. Let's do it at Crystal's house. (laughs) (laughs) One more person, y'all. I'm sorry. (laughs) One more person. I just want to give a shout out to um at Frico Suave. (laughs) Frico Suave. I would spell it out, but it ain't important. He just tweeted that <laughs> he was so drunk last night in the Waffle House that he went in and told them that he wanted a burger with waffle buns and they did it. And he added the video of the what? actual burger on waffles from the Waffle Damn. House. And that just, to it. me, I mean, just I what a visionary. I, I don't even it. know him, but he just he's as a visionary. Consult him. House, I yeah. have never thought about that. <laughs> Damn. That's right. You would say about it? I would. Hell yeah. I don't know what he came to do, but I would have put syrup. <laughs> Look here. And put an egg on mine. <laughs> Damn, you know what? I normally... Oh, my God, yo. Next time I I'm go to Waffle dummy. House, I'm going to order the Frisco melt and ask for a, a waffle. A waffle instead of demand. Not actually like that on a waffle instead of a bun. A waffle, a waffle. Absolutely. Instead of one, this is the house of, right? Actually, the pecan waffle. Okay. <laughs> pecan. That's right. That's so classy. And when they give you trouble, point at the menu. Waffle house. <laughs> W-A-F-L. What you mean you don't make burgers on waffles? Y'all's Waffle House. You Everything will. should come on a you waffle. You will today. Or start whispering like scandal. <laughs> what you mean? What do you mean we all sit at this table? We're going to pay our good money. You're going to make that burger. You're going to make it today. You understand me? It's going to be a good degrees. We're going to eat it, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Why it. is that? And the next time I come Scandalous. into Waffle House and I ask for a waffle for really anything, I'm going to get it. And you're not going to give me any problems for it. Do you got that? Do the lip quiver. Oh my God, Lord. So y'all ready to jump in? Might as well actually come to work today and shit. 
<laughs> Y'all ready to jump into this week's show? Mm-hmm. Asante will kick you. <laughs> He's over here doing the look. You lucky I ain't got no glass with some red wine. <laughs> I ain't on a white sofa right now. And, and some white, popcorn. And a white suit. <laughs> and a white suit on my Lisa Ray on today. My popcorn would have had a little onion powder and garlic sauce. Mine would have had white cheddar. Little, yeah. Or it would have been popped in some like truffle oil. That's the new thing everybody And told. some parsley flakes because it's just something that makes you feel more complete about seeing a little green on it. Just a little something. Yeah. Because parsley don't taste like shit. Nothing. What is the point? Them little parsley flakes. It just classes it up. Yeah, it's just like I put it in my macaroni and cheese. <laughs> just to make it look Just because it looks, yeah, gourmet. You like salt gourmet. You gourmet par- parsley bay? Huh? Parsley bay? Yeah, a little bit. Parsley bay. <laughs> but my flakes light so they fly a little slower. Ooh. Got it in the garage. It looked like a Rover. Ooh. Range oven with the hood on the stove. Put it in the microwave if you're bored. Ooh. Go ahead. <laughs> <Not just>. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> right, egging me on. And shit. Everybody needs that friend, I tell you. You know, so, Hype Williams for that ass. <laughs> so on Snapchat, Ooh. one of our listeners, and please forgive me because that's the only thing about Snapchat. When you respond and then you forget who you were talking to because who said it just that? takes. Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> Who's Somebody will comment back and you'd be like, What are you talking about now? I've snapped uh, so many things. Snap what part just, of the story is you talking about? I mean, I get it that it's about it disappearing, but it sucks with messaging because I just don't know who I was talking to. It goes away. But one of you, please respond after you listen to this show so I can give you a shout out on next week's show. Yes. You said you had an idea for a topic for us. So the question that the <clears throat> listener said was if we were to put all of your exes into a room. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Already, right? <laughs> if we were to put all of your exes into a room and allow them to discuss amongst themselves everything about you, by the time we open the door, what will they agree upon about who you are and what you're like? It depends on what Nina Parker said because it sounded <laughs> to me like we at the Love and Hip Hop reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you putting all my exes in the room together asking what, how they feel about some. Mona! Who, that's who you had. Look no further. Don't look any further. <laughs> Mona Scott Young sent that email in. That's who that was. Imagine. <laughs> so who's going to go first? Asante Adams. <laughs> you know, I don't even really have no exes like that. So or people no you've oh, been dating. Right? <laughs> Cut it out. Oh, don't you start that bullshit. Or people you've dated. Anyone who spent time with you. So the way I'm envisioning this in my head is like, you know... <laughs> He's prepping it, the okie doke. Okay, let's do what a reunion. Happened? Let's do a reunion style. You know, Nina's sitting up there. You know, some niggas come up and sit on the couch. And she starts. Oh, I'm definitely the... on the couch because I filmed with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. And I ain't telling like Candy used to back in the day. I'm Candy back in the other seats. I ain't saying shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Because I am debating if I'm going to lie my ass off of here or not. Um, I think that everybody in my past would agree that, yes, I am a little, like, you know, neurotic about things and weird. But I was... For the sake of organization, start with the good. Okay. Yes. Right? And then we'll each do the well, good. Well, here's it. Well, start I, with I the start, good I started, I started with the bad because, I, honestly, the bad is so short. And, oh, th- and that I may be that. just because I'm, I view, but I started with like neurotic and stuff because I really don't feel like any of them are going to be like, that nigga, hell no. Like, if <laughs> I feel like if I That's asked good. anybody, if I wanted to go back to anybody, like I could rationally be back in anybody's Ooh. life. Yeah. But I, 
don't want to be back in <laughs> nobody's life. I mean, there are p- missed opportunities, things like that. But I feel like missed everybody. Missed connections. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, but I feel like I have a, a really great rapport. Like, I was mostly up front about a lot of things. Mostly. 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 Oh, I, I say mostly is because there are a lot of things that go unsaid, you know, and, and those things kind of fall into <clears> the realm of, you know, well, is you lying? Because, you know, you didn't. You, you may not have said something, but you you definitely were showing how you felt when you were, you know, ignoring calls and playing <laughs> Bitch, games and shit be. like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but I feel like everybody would agree that I was probably out of, if I was annoying, I was the most level-headed that anybody that. has ever dealt with. Like, I, I could literally sit with somebody and the way Rashida, I hate to say this. No, you didn't. The way Rashida <laughs> sat with Kirk on that first episode to get to the bottom of what the fuck was going on, knowing that his ass was lying. Like, I have sat with many a nigga just like that. Like, I know this nigga is lying, but I'm going to ask all of the questions I feel like I need to ask before I haul off on that ass. You know, because (laughs) whenever you feel something, it's right. Them instincts, they write about something. You know, you you feel it, you know it's something. And I was one of those people, I didn't act on that. I was always trying to be like, you know, let me give this person the benefit of the doubt. Let me talk to them. Let me have a conversation. And then I'd be like, the universe would just be like, hey, nigga, just by the way, in case you didn't know, uh, you was right. And I'd be like, okay, I know. And, like, provide me with a receipt of some shit. Always. So I was always, like, the one to, in a way, I was kind of playing games. Because, like, I know I should leave, but I'm still sitting up here trying to see if your ass is going to make shit right. And if not, we just going to be up here bumping heads for no ass reason. Like, wasting time. Mm. I feel like a lot of, actually, most of my exes will tell you, as much as I hate having my time wasted, I probably wasted more of their time than they did mine. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that shit right there that that really just hit me like a ton of bricks like i feel like i just ran into a brick revelation yeah because i was like this nigga wasted my time but a lot of it i was wa- stop you wasting your own time <laughs> <laughs> i was wa- i was wasting my own time playing games with them trying to be like well maybe this nigga's gonna do right maybe this because nigga- i was thinking long term in a lot of t- in a lot of things like even i'm not thinking i'm gonna be with every nigga that i'm with for the rest of my life i'm thinking all right well if we're gonna try to work through shit the way friends work through shit for long periods of time, then I'm going to just be here to try to work through shit with you. But if you just not here for it or you just want to keep playing games and bullshitting around, then I don't know why I thought that I needed to be there to teach the lesson of like, well, you ain't going to play these games for too long or, or no bullshit I'm like triggered. that. <laughs> so you, so, okay, so <clears throat> they would come out and the conference hall would say that <laughs> Asante was level-headed. Like, well, nigga, Patient. well, nigga, I know I tried to make you seem crazy and shit, but uh, you was right. <laughs> But I know you ain't going to take my black ass back or Hispanic ass back. <laughs> what about you, Dustin? What, what about some, me? What, <laughs> what about Dustin? Well, I ain't got nothing to do with nothing he was talking about. What would the boardroom say about Dustin? The good things first. Okay, first so I'm at this reunion, the board. right? <laughs> I, right, I, I was about to say, I'm at this reunion. So which season? <laughs> <laughs> the nerve. The shade. Well, more so... Let's style his more like uh, to the tune of flavor of love. Oh man! It will do a reunion of that because no, I actually, don't know what he's talking about. Actually, I'm gonna let you take care of this. So I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. Um, okay, but let me go on and play the game. When in, when in Rome. Uh, okay, so shit. Um, damn. Oh. Well, if ain't nobody got look, the, if, look, look. I'm telling you something. I'm telling you right now. If if Ayana, because everybody been calling her that, if Ayana Van Sant decide that she want to come to the friend zone, I'm not going to be here. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Okay. Hell to the... Hell to the... No, no, we'll no. go knock on your door. I'll come, but she ain't going to call me out my name. I tell you that. I ain't going to be no gutter snipe. <laughs> unless she going to be one, too. 
That's it. But anyway, um, everybody, I think that the general consensus, everybody that I have like really loved in my life, right? I think the one thing they will all say is that I was loyal to the end. Um, a secrets I have still kept to this day and will keep forever because that's just how I get down. Everybody would say that I I was um, a very specific type of respectful. You know what I'm saying? Because I made mistakes. But when it came down to, like, general respect and, like, just holding the motherfucker down and, like, you know what I mean? Respecting you enough to be a good representation when it's time to meet your family, shit like that. You know what I mean? I, I, I consider people that I love that way. Um, I think that they would all say that I, uh, I don't know. Well, I, what would not what they would say? What they have, what they have said. Shit, they would say that like I helped them get better. You know what I'm saying? Like I demanded that there was growth in certain areas. I guess though, <laughs> you're my ex thing. Those waters are a little murky for me because I've only ever been in like one literal like okay, we go together and everybody know it. We live together. You know that kind of shit. Right. That's only happened once. And I was able to walk away from that with dignity um, and, you know, poise. You know what I'm saying? And Grace. I was able to move away from that the right way. And, you know, to this day, we're great friends. And I can still catch up, whatever the case may be. And so I like for everybody to walk away from, from any experience with me with some sense of, like, legitimacy when it comes to me and my character. You might not like a lot of the shit that happened. You might not like some of the things that I've said or done, but you're going to respect me at the end of the day. And when you walk away from me, you're going to be like, okay, but he was a real nigga. Like, at the end of the day, like, he was real. Mm. He had my back. He respected me. He, you know, he he held us down. He didn't judge me. He, you know, you're going to know. I was, I was a protector. I was what you do when you're in that relationship. And I was good in bed. And... <laughs> And uh, I made you feel like you looked like something because I'm good for telling my baby, baby, you look good. I made all I made all they back straighten up. All of them. OK, they all got pep in their step because of me <laughs> and my blood and sweat and tears and years and my fears. So, oh, you know, now the, the good, the bad stuff would be not anything that would be expressed. Because what? everything bad you can say about me involved a situation that you probably don't want to talk about. Mm. And we can just leave it right there. No, we're coming back around mm-hmm. to you, Justin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, nah. I actually... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go nah, ahead. No, don't say nothing else know. about it. That's it. <laughs> no, go ahead. That's it. I done went. <laughs> we're coming back around to you anyway. Nah, I ain't going to be here. <laughs> No, I was going to say I actually agree with... No, don't cover oh, okay. your face oh, with Asante no. about it depends on the season because... Oh. No, not for you. Oh. I wouldn't do you like that. I wouldn't do you like that. <laughs> you saw his face. He looks so betrayed. Oh, friend again. <gasps> I was going to say, well, maybe it is true. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Now you know us. I wouldn't pillow life talk. My falling apart. What's <laughs> <laughs> upon a time? Right, Eminem. <laughs> Peanut! Y'all got me down. No, no, no. Speaking for myself, it depends because different people bring out different parts of you, right? They Mm -hmm. sure do. And you, like we were saying in last week's episode, you've changed so much. At least hopefully you've changed. Mm -hmm. And each relationship, because it brings out a different side of you, by the time you get to the next one, you should have leveled up somehow. So whoever I was with when I was like 18, 19, 20, they probably got the most awful, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you know, um, emotionally unavailable kind of like um, just someone who's completely disconnected, totally fear based. That's when I was like cheating a lot because I was like, well, you know, let him be you better than me type mentality. And so that those guys, I know for a fact, seeing me now, they're like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All this peace and love my ass. And I get it. I can't fault them for that. Um, Some of them have seen the changes because they themselves have changed. So Mm. they're more accepting of how much I've grown. The ones who aren't accepting of it is because they're still over there hurt about what happened, you know, 20 years ago. That means they deserved it. But go ahead, friend. (laughs) On a petty petty note. (laughs) And then, you know, that was when you're young and kind of like, afraid like I said to be hurt then I evolved past that and started feeling too much because that's what happens when you have your first heartbreak when somebody kind of plays you at your own game and the (laughs) dust is triggered and then you start feeling too much so then now you're like completely exposed and open and like "Ah," about everything and then those guys probably got the overwhelming side of me where I was trying to fix them and heal them and kind of get them to not be the emotionally unavailable person, emotionally unavailable person I used to be, and kind of trying to f- reflect on them, you know, re- really project and be mm. like, I used to be like this, you don't have to be like this, and kind of thinking that I was going to, like you said, Asante, heal them. Captain Savaho. Absolutely, Captain Savaho. Yeah, that's so what that's it's like, called. Yeah, right. that's the spectrum. Like you start <laughs> from this angle and then you go all the way to the complete polar opposite. Um, so those guys were the ones that were just like, yo, like, it's overwhelming being with you because I feel like you um, expect too much out of me that I might not emotionally be ready for. And then we usually break up and then they always, every single one of them has come back around with age. You know what I mean? Because they're like, I just didn't catch it then and I'm so sorry. I just wasn't ready. And it's a, they assume it's a, oh, it was the right person at the wrong time. And I'm like, no, I was the right person at the right time. Mm. We weren't meant to be, point blank. You know what I mean? You were a lesson for me on needing to pull back because I'm not a savior. And I was a lesson for you on where you weren't giving enough to people. So we both, you know, needed to learn that. And that's why we met. So that's the second phase. And now the third phase is all of those lessons is what I have extracted So the relationship, my last one, it was a good balance of me, like, pouring in where I should, but not too deeply, you know what I mean? Mm. Letting the person be who they were. It's like learning how to air bend. Yeah, like, I think every, it's exactly what it is. It's every relationship is just a, a, a study of energy, like, all right. Don't go too hard in this one direction, but don't pull back in this one either, because the more you pull back, you're missing out. The person's missing out. You know, like, it's all a study of just how to make... (laughs) That's just killing me. It's all a study on how to make this work. And that's why I don't feel that I lost, quote-unquote, lost anyone or that anyone, quote-unquote, lost me. It was. It's all working out exactly in, like I've said before, the chaos that it feels like, breakups, you know, heartache, loss. It's all in divine order because then the next person... No, you didn't. The next person that I date is going to be, like, going to get probably the best version of me possible. And we're probably going to end up getting married somewhere. Ooh. 
No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm going to be there crying and shit. <laughs> but all the good things that the guys would come out of the room saying for sure, regardless of those three levels of friend, is that they left the relationship understanding themselves better. Mm. And regardless of if they liked my personality, hated it, whether we kept in touch or not, I helped improve their relationship with their mothers. I helped improve their relationships with themselves. I, uh, They were able to reflect on their eating, their self-care, like who they are, were as people and how they were taking care of themselves from A to Z, holistically. Because you see how I take care of myself. I don't even have to, like, force it on you. It just makes you look like, damn, I don't, you know, I don't spend that much time by myself or I'm not working out or I'm not really eating and then it, they just sort of start taking it on themselves which is cool I never have to like be a preachy girlfriend so that's for sure like all of them are like healthy now they're like in such good head spaces their skin they're just like beautiful well taken care of groomed men that are like reading these awesome books traveling the world and all of them can say that that was the catalyst if anything that I uh that I provided. Can I issue room. a disclaimer real quick for the listeners? Mm-hmm. It's only going to take me five seconds. Of course. So to all you hoes that's listening to what Fran is saying and, and <laughs> concocting in your head, because I know how you think. I know how you play the game. All of y'all that's talking about, well, you know what? I'm tired of this nigga. I'm finna send him over there. To, I'm going to leave him and show him who Fran is and then try to steal him back once he's better. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm I'm vetting everybody that's stepping through the door. It ain't going to work. Drop the plan now. Go ahead, friend. No, it's and and don't my advice is just do what comes natural cuz like I said I've been shitty in relationships. I've been mediocre. I've been great and now it's all a progression, which is what it should be. But that's you know, that's what I think the guys would say. Now, let's go, go to the bad stuff that they would say. Asante, when that boardroom door opens and they all look exhausted, what came out their mouth? <laughs> what will they agree is the hard part of being with Asante? Oh. <laughs> this is so funny. Imagine if this this was like a TV show and people did this. <laughs> would they deal with the hard part? <laughs> I knew you wasn't done. <laughs> um, Asante's heart is beating off fast. Well, because one of the big things, one of the major things, dialing back a little bit, I know that I was always like the fun boyfriend. I've always been like the one that comes around and has like the cool music or, you know, puts you onto the funny shit, like the fun stuff, like the fun guy. Because I've always, I don't know, I don't want to say dated serious people or what, but I always just... I've kind of had this type, and I think it's, it's going to tie into what my lesson's supposed to be. Um, you know how they say you, you date someone like your father, too. Ooh. Um, and and I, I can't even get into none of that. <laughs> I, I just can't even do any of that with y'all today. Cue the theater master but, um, episode. Okay. <laughs> but for me, I think uh, one of the big things, it was I, I felt like I needed to be a teacher. Or um, I dealt with teaching. And I think niggas would be like, I didn't need you to be my teacher. Like... I didn't need you to I didn't need you to feel like that. I didn't need you to act like that. 
but it wasn't even me trying to be like like oh you need to listen to this you need to like i'm just generally a fun person so then when it would go into other stuff and i'd be like oh you need to do this you need to do that like not even that it would come off like nagging but it's like i'm trying to remind people of things because i've always been the type to take everything into consideration like if you tell me something like oh i'm gonna be here on this day then like it might be two weeks from now and i'll remember to be there on that day and if i didn't hit you up 30 minutes before i'm thinking like oh well, damn i thought you were just gonna be here and it's like oh i just i totally forgot but when you're dealing with people that are like we said last week you know everything always changes right so you just kind of have to go with well oh well then I just decided to do this on my own. I wanted to do this still for myself anyway. It would still be like, no, well, I was doing this for you. And almost like I was here for you as opposed to it being something that we both enjoyed or something just for myself because I was too busy trying to be the teacher as opposed to us both learning together in whatever phase it was that we were in. Right. So the niggas would be like, uh, stay in school because you can't teach it. Ooh. So <laughs> that's probably the, the big negative thing I feel like they would come around and say. But I feel, yeah. but honestly, <clears throat> I feel like some of them, I, I, back to leveling up, I've leveled up like a lot and I can, I can look and see. Even since I've known you, so I can only imagine. So you can only imagine looking back and meeting people or, or I want to say meeting cause it don't feel like I'm talking to the same person or cause they, they don't even feel like they're talking to the same person. I, I run into exes and people and they're like. Like, damn, you've changed so much. Like, you're so different. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. Like, you have Right, like, last week, and when they were like, <laughs> and you haven't. Like, it's like, yes, I have. Like, it's been X amount of years. It's been X amount of days. Like, so much has fucking happened in the world. Where have you been at? <laughs> right. So um, I had to get past that, that that teaching shit and and just be. Like, to just be on a daily basis in any area of my life, I've had to, like, really come to terms with. So I think through all of them, I've had to really have to be for myself. And, like, it, even though I was present in relationships, I wasn't <laughs> present uh, for my damn self as well as much as I thought it was just for, like, the both of us. Yep. So that was my big shit. What about you, Dustin? Dustin? What about me? I told you I ain't even Ooh, in this. I ain't, hey. I, ain't, I ain't part of right this. Right here. <laughs> you right here. Tell us the Disappear. ugly. <laughs> Disappear. Disappear. Oh. oh. <laughs> that party next door. <laughs> Anyway, um, I hate you for even thinking of that. Right. It's so <laughs> but I love parties. So <laughs> Is that the sound that comes on when they open the door? <laughs> hey, that's, that's when he ever disappears. He'd be like, whenever it's time to disappear out the situation, you just throw up a peace sign, then that sound like comes that on. Retro, and he fades. Like that retro dude. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah. That's what I'm retro talking about. Snack. Yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, wow. side note. Did y'all see the video he posted of when he's listening to the new Drake song, the one that had that UK rapper? No. no. So in the verse where I think where Drake's rapping, him and his friends are jumping up hella hard, like hype. And then when the to UK the rapper part. comes, they're all just like, all right, man. Uh, <laughs> and they left the room. <laughs> they gave each other dap and walked out. I felt the same way though. Didn't he say something about uh I like big brass or something he said. <laughs> he did say something. It was something like but it was mad and corn and I'm, I'm like, like Batman, well, maybe but dun 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 come through like Batman dun 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 that's my favorite part because it's like what? UK guys that are listening we love y'all yeah and I mean I, I stuck I persevered and I, then, I, I love Malik Berry and he's <laughs> not on the album but he's <laughs> an amazing artist that I'm Playing every day, <laughs> and I watch black. Clean it up. Cla- I watch black chat London 
on YouTube. Shout out to um, Black Chat London. I think it's Black Chat or BK Black, whatever. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. But everybody watch. Everybody have been tweeting me to watch it. I started watching it. It's a really dope, like, um, discussion between groups of women and groups of young men, black men and women in London. Um, and talk that? about super controversial topics. Some of the opinions are pretty extreme but it's their opinion so you know you can't get mad yeah. it's an open discussion but sometimes the people do get mad and they get into it and i mean oh, 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 it gets juicy it's good it's just like Batman. yeah so it's like dun, 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 dun. see I like big it's it, it's, we over here trying to clean this up it's good so friend it's your turn go ahead that was, that was not what we asked you uh, Rats. <laughs> um, what would they say bad about me? Let's see. I was probably, um, damn, I don't know. I can be mean sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when shit starts getting on my nerves, it's like a downward it's just downhill, like, yeah. What like, do you mean, like, you get cold? No, nah, like, well, sometimes they do get on my nerves. Like, I don't like being cold or hungry. Those two things for me, like, really. <laughs> I mean, he said literally. Oh, but, oh, but no, yes. <laughs> I do get cold. I, like, I get I get distant, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get distant. And sometimes I, okay, so here's what they'll say, right? They'll be like, it's not fair. You check out and you just jump to conclusions and decide to just, like if something Ooh, happens, I got triggered. If something happens for real, if something happens, I'll just be like, "Well, fuck it then." That's it. I'm out. And and I won't never say we break up, but I'll let you know like the ball in your court because I don't play that breakup shit. Like if y'all together, y'all together. Don't joke about breaking up because you mad. Aww. So you need to let your like that's in the Bible now. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Mm. I remember that. That's the one thing I took with me when I left a part of that building. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I like that part of the Bible when they said that you, that you, you yes me, back on yes your me, no me, no. Yeah. You know what? I, I was on my way out like that gift. Like that gift. <laughs> I backed no, up and got girl. that and went back out. <laughs> but no, they was were all. Was that the Wendy show? No. I don't know where she was. It looked like she was on Forgive or Forgive with Mother Love from Stop back Stop it. That day. was not that. She was the one on the other side of the door. And that's how she let them know she was there. <laughs> but no, they would all say that I was probably... Um, I don't know, just a little extreme sometimes. I have this kind of like all-in thing. If I'm dating somebody like that, I have a tendency to just really immerse myself. You know, my mom and my dad, mm. they still married. I remember how my dad was so self-sacrificing with my mom, probably to his own detriment, and that's something that I learned from him, and I just carried it over. When I love somebody, I can't help. It just comes natural. Like, that's the way I am. So I had to learn how to dial it back. Like, at this age, I don't learn how to be cool with the shit. Kind of, like, mask it, mask on. So, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know what the hell. I hate, I mean, I'm very uncomfortable. Can y'all tell? Can Are y'all ready to move tell. on? I know you <laughs> want you. a packet of M&M's right now. Oh, peanut! <laughs> I mean, because, that's you know, that's hard. Like, to even think, to think about. But it's so good to think about yeah. it. You gotta, well, you, you gotta, you gotta shed light on. Well, for me, when I think about it, I try not to think about the petty parts. things. Because for me, how I, can you not? Look, that's what that's what gives what, me pause. Like, I'm really how just, can you not? That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit that stuck. I remember that no good motherfucker. Like you start thinking about that stuff, and when it gets really tricky, is this point when things are going good, and you're triggered by a memory of. A time when things Ooh, were not that good. No. And then maybe like some unresolved shit and it just come up to the forefront, it bubbles out before you know it, and it just takes over you. I it's just But something. that's what keeps happening if you don't 
talk about these little petty parts. You got to be real. But the risk is this is you always hit the wall because when you're in the moment, you're like, damn. But if I bring this up, it's going to start an argument. And this could be the one thing that can ruin everything. And I get too mad or they get too mad. And so sometimes you hinder yourself, but you have, that's where maturity needs to kick in. That's where, and that's where intelligence and maturity need to intersect and that needs to kick in. You need to literally do the research and learn how to communicate effectively, learn some skill. That's a skill. So you need to learn that and sharpen your sword and then you need to be mature enough to apply, to use your tools and get to the bottom or to the true meaning of what you guys need to be communicating about. Now, that takes a lot. Sometimes you may need a controlled substance to lead you in the way. And that's a, trick. <laughs> that's a slippery slope itself because it can Absolutely. lead you one way or the other. Absolutely. So, again, the intersection of what? <laughs> Intelligence and maturity. Know just how much to smoke before you have the conversation. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. All the no, previous relationships provide that depth to even allow you to think that way you're 100 percent right because on a petty note when you're in that moment (laughs) you start thinking about that first relationship or the or the whatever the major relationship was in your life and you'd be like you know what but they i should have known because one thing that person taught me was how to protect myself emotionally you start Mm. thinking like that you'd be like but you know what that motherfucker such and such taught me how to do that, that 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 this is how people are and that's the lesson i learned you start thinking like that it's very weird. And then the person does one thing to, like, make up for it. And y'all both really be wanting like, to make okay. up. It's so vulnerable. <sighs> I some love great. That's go great. ahead. I, when you, I, that's what, what people say about that part when they go with somebody or whatever. That's yeah, how they say it is. That's what, say. That's what they say. He put it right on her. Uh, that way. And that's what, that's what people, like, that's what they cut. say. <laughs> that's what the people say. Don't give them no tennis racket. Venus answering like over on here. the Fresh Prince when remember when Hillary's boyfriend killed himself, bungee jumping oh. to repose. That's when I knew this shit here ain't for me. I ain't finna be, be jumping off the ledge this time with all you know. Uh uh-uh. uh, Hillary, will you man? You remember that shit? That's what. That's how it happened. That 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 stuck with me. I remember that. I remember that, and I was like, damn, is it worth it? Should I work? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not worth it, man. Um, Love wins, all right. <laughs> let's see. For me, what would they come out saying? Negative. Nothing. No, then ain't nothing. Um, that I stayed too long. <laughs> ain't that? Look, seriously. Look, that that's mine too. For some of them, for real. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Dustin is out. He's laid out on the table Meanwhile, right now. Meanwhile, I'm laughing because I'm impersonating. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how is that look, the bad takeaway? You know what? No, Latoya, I'm a, what are you still doing? <laughs> she stayed too long. <laughs> I'm going to explain why. There's this bullshit that people do, right? And may I should speak for myself. <laughs> no, speak for them all. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Where we allow ourselves to become martyrs. And, like, you're like, you did this, and I've been here all this time. And, tried it. and, and he's like, well, why don't you leave two okay. years ago? <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, the nerve. And so it's this victim consciousness that you can fall into when you're not mature and in a good, healthy space and kind of in a good um, understanding of your self-worth. 
and you're still waiting on someone to, you know, validate you. Like I said, these are all evolutions of your life and dating. So, Friend, what is you doing now, baby? <laughs> sounds, like you doing? In, sounds like you was in the courtroom with my ex. <laughs> <laughs> they got our room switched. <laughs> Like, which door? Oh, no. This is your door. Wait. Gonna switch papers on the way out. <laughs> Wrong docket. On the docket. <laughs> no, <laughs> Wrong docket. <laughs> no, but real talk, like, I realized that a lot in my last relationship where I, by the end of it, I was so exhausted. Wore out. And I was tired. And I remember catching myself like, I can't believe I did all this and <laughs> all this time and two and a half. And then, and then I remember I was like, well, who told you to stay for that long? Like, why would you, if the person did something the first time and you took them back and they did it again, <laughs> you took them back and they do it again and you keep taking them back, who's the one with the problem? Them. But you, but still them. No, but who's the one with the problem? I mean, I know you writing stuff, but them, <laughs> shit. But you the mm. one with the problem for expecting someone to change who is showing you that they're not going to. Mm. Mm. it's stupid and then you end up like abusing yourself while pointing fingers at their abuse and it's just this cycle of strange like level like layers of of negativity and toxicity that you're just adding to your life on top of what you've already been through all your life who the hell like and then that's why we get traumatized and don't want to be in relationships. And that's when you're like, I'm not getting married and I'm by myself. And that's why I can't, you know, and, and then you start developing all these fear based thoughts and limitations and right. walls and distancing yourself. Because I can't fuck cause all these fuck boys. But I mean, I it's your, black men no more. <laughs> I mean, all the shit we say, but it's all fear based because you did it to yourself. There are great people in the world. Everyone is in yes, a fuckboy. Absolutely. You, the problem is you keep giving fuckboys your number. Baby, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. When you said that, it's, I swear, friend, you still in my courtroom. You I don't know. know why you're here. Like, <laughs> now, and someone said to me the other day, now that you've evolved to like this healthier headspace, are you attracting less fuckboys? Absolutely not. Fuckboys come around every day. But the difference is I process nick. them. Right. I process <laughs> them differently. As soon as you hit me with it, my system is like, dirt, dirt, dirt. Mm-hmm. you've been here how many times? Are you about to do this again? No. And that's the difference. And so that's why I'm like, I stayed too long. That's the problem that they'll all say. They'll all probably be like, I had issues when I met her. She knew I had issues. She still signed up and then hated me for it. Mm. Mm. And luckily, we have I've worked it out with all of them where, you know, whether it was their fault, my fault, whatever the case, we all have matured past who we were at that time and let it go. And like I said, now I'm in a, a healthier space of accountability because you have to be accountable. Yes, people do awful things in relationships, but if you are allowing yourself to be treated that way, you should also look at why you think you're not someone that someone should be praising and in love with and worshiping and fighting for and wanting to be with. Why do you think that that doesn't exist? What does that say about what you think of yourself? That you would accept anything different than that where you're chasing. I saw someone tweet the other day um, 
a screenshot of a text where she was like telling the boy like if you don't have time for me da, 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 and i just my stomach hurt because i was like mm. ew like the tolerance gets so low you know like but we've all been through it like yep, how many times right have you been in a relationship where you're like well you know what's that quote that people say if somebody you know has time for you they'll make you a priority they'll always mm-hmm. find a way whatever they put on tumblr but i just that doesn't even resonate with me anymore. Like, you can't treat me that way. It's just not possible. I won't let you. That's the difference. Mine is, aren't you tired? I'm tired for you when I see something like that. <laughs> you know. Because it's like, I went through this so many times, so I just can't do it for you. It's exhausting. And so I think accountability is the biggest lesson I've had to learn. That, yes, people have done really, really awful shit to me that when I meditate and think back on it, I get triggered every time, start crying. Like, it's awful. But... I also have to be accountable for how long I chose to be treated that way and then make sure that that shit don't happen again. It's really that simple. So that's what would come out of my courtroom. Well, me and Asante's courtroom. Oh, can you still here? I don't know why. No t-shirt. <laughs> so I guess that's it. I think that was cute. That I'm was. Somebody needs, to, <laughs> somebody needs to make a show of that. that Imagine would, all your exes in a room. That would be... Damn... Okay, Viacom. Let's do it. Call Fran up. Well, we can't steal the girl's idea. <laughs> she asked us. I was about to develop the actual idea right here. Okay. <laughs> I want. I want. I want Tommy from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta working security because <laughs> it's gonna get real. Do her voice. Yeah, I want Tommy. No, I'm, I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, bro. I'm. I'm saying, bro. It's my mama, dog. It's my mama. <laughs> Tommy. And I imagine y'all told me that I would love those first shorts, and I finally saw, saw them. Her. I hate you. Y'all, <laughs> y'all oh, played me. What? Francis, she looked like a llama. I wish she was starting <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> you won't wear them to Essence Fest or nothing? Oh. Might be a little hot us in July. I don't oh, know. Well, I, I, they are shorts. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this week's Hot Button Issue. We hope that you saw yourself in some of our answers. I mean, it was hot. You hear me? <laughs> Dustin over here itching. I'm even touching the button it's so damn hot <laughs> thank you once again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of the Friend Zone now with Talkspace you always remember that you're going to get unlimited messaging to your dedicated licensed therapist for just $32 a week you can message your therapist as many times as you want without having to wait a week for your next appointment no matter the time or location you can speak with your therapist on the web, over the phone, without scheduling, traveling, or worrying about your privacy. Talkspace is 100% confidential. You can remain completely anonymous if you want. We have had so many of our listeners get back with us with great experiences of them using Talkspace actually themselves. Uh, Users such as uh, at Madly Insane, who said shout out to the Friend Zone for introducing them to Talkspace, definitely making a difference for them. Also, we can get uh, very, very heart, re- heart just wrenching, accurate <laughs> testimonials from people like Natoya Avenue, who said that her therapist was out here charging 60 bucks a week. And that Talkspace ad was right on time, Friends on Pie, with a praise dance gift. So this is really connecting <laughs> with the people. Talkspace is something that we definitely take seriously around here. And as you can see, it's really resonating in these streets. So don't forget to sign up today by going to Talkspace.com slash zone. And as a special offer for you, our listeners, you can use coupon code zone, Z-O-N-E, to get 30 bucks off your first month. That's Talkspace.com slash zone and coupon code Z-O-N-E to get 30 bucks off of your first month. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. 
<laughs> so let's move on to this yes, week's let's. <laughs> let's move on. This week's wildness well, segment. Well, well, <laughs> you see how I can't even move forward if you don't do it. I looked over to like. <laughs> Well, 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 well. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. When you wash your face, aside of, from the products that you're using, how do you wash your face? Do you just use your hands and clean? Do you use a washcloth? Like, what's your routine? I use my hands and a washcloth. You C-L-O-F. <laughs> I just use the... Um, the soap, because I have a scrubber, like a brush that I use before I wash my face mostly. Oh, like a Clarisonic type thing, kind of? Yeah, but it ain't, you know, electric, because I ain't got no money for that. <laughs> just It's the, it's the same concept, the brush, but right. I just, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah, Okay, yeah. so you use washcloth. You, okay, so I wanted to tell people that use washcloths mm-hmm. that they have bamboo versions of mm. the washcloths. Mm-hmm. I know, isn't that so cool? And um, a lot of washcloths, the cotton... Uh, has a lot of toxicity by how the cotton is grown. You know, when you think of cotton fields, no trigger. They have a lot of sprays, you know, that they used to keep the bugs away, insecticides, mm. pesticides, like a lot of things that end up uh, going into mm. our systems, affecting our skin. So a lot of times people don't think of the washcloth actually contributing to their acne, to not their face not healing fully. You know, you always look at your products uh, maybe your pillowcases, a lot of the more common things that we tend to switch out and focus on. But you don't think of washcloths because I think when people think of cotton, they think that that's pretty basic. Um, you know, it's not going to be harmful <coughs> in any way, but cotton nowadays is actually extremely harmful. So they, Damn. It's, it's, I know. Bubble bust. Bubble just bust. <laughs> and it's not even to make people paranoid. But like I say, it's one of those things to just consider, especially if you have acne and you have not figured out how to get a handle of it or some dark spots. Yes. There's something you might want to switch out. So like I said, I had been in a, I was in a health food store and I saw the bamboo cloths and I was like, bamboo cloths. Like, I know they have bed sheets and toothbrushes but i never thought of towels and washcloths so i was like let me do my research me being me i went home and was like what are the benefits you know of bamboo and they were saying that what bamboo does is that it has it's rich in silica which is an essential nutrient known to help the body absorb key minerals and support collagen production which is good Mm. for us that are getting a little older Helps your face stay a little tight and taut, and it helps with drooping and sagging and wrinkles, right? And um, so use it on your titties too. (laughs) And if it's got silica, how come they always tell us not to touch it when it's in them little packets in the (laughs) packages of the shit we buy? Oh my god, Hmm. that's so funny! But those are like. The one they put in the shoes, right? Uh (laughs) Um, They say that it helps with uh, with SPF. If you're using SPF, Mm. this actually helps with the efficacy of the SPF. It helps your skin absorb it way more than it would without the bamboo on your skin. So it's really cool. It's almost like a conduit for minerals and nutrients coming in with more ease into your skin. So it's a really cool thing to add. They actually have... You can find like oils and products that include bamboo. If maybe you want to take it even further, I would love for you to do your own research on that. But uh, as far as the washcloth, I put it to the test for a couple of weeks. I started washing my face with it just to see if it was going to make a difference. And it totally has. Like 
I have on the right side of my face, like by the jawline, that if you break out on the jawline, it tends to be hormonal. Mm. Um, and I had spots on my face that I was like, they weren't like dark, dark, dark. Like I've, ma- you know, mastered them a bit, but they would just always come back and they'd get light and then dark again, light. And I've never fully mastered that whole section where you just didn't see it anymore. And now since I've been using the bamboo, I guess it's helping the products that I use uh, penetrate my skin with more ease on top of the minerals that bamboo provides on its own and my skin just looks better so I totally noticed the difference and it's kind of weird because it's just a washcloth you know what I mean I didn't even switch out any products or, or add anything it's just simply by uh, swapping out my washcloth for something that is less toxic that little simple step has made drastic improvements on my skin it just looks brighter um, and like I said, it's helped me with uh, acne maintenance and just the marks on my face. So skin tip in case it's something that you are looking to, you know, summer and spring are around the corner. I know we are going to be just out here, way. right? We want to be glowing and kind of breaking out from that winter harshness because winter is so harsh on our skin. So something to consider, bamboo washcloths. Uh, you can get it at Bed Bath & Beyond. Of course, Amazon has them, Etsy. There's no particular brand that I'm going to push for because there are tons of them. Just make sure to look at reviews. If you're black and you're looking to start a business, why don't you start making some bamboo face washcloths <laughs> so we can buy them and buy black. <laughs> um, and it it's really, it's just really dope. I just love stuff like that. I love when I learn. I'm getting some. Something natural, right, that, that actually helps. And this, my skin has been my, my biggest proof, I guess, my, my receipt, so. Check it out. And I tweeted about it. And a lot of women were like, oh, my God, I use those same ones. And you're right. You know, my skin cleared and a lot of cosigns. So that's always helpful. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Now let's move on to Mr. Music Man. Mm, 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 mm. So I was actually reading um, a shout out to Master Pill Magazine. I think they put it out once every year, every few months. Oh, yeah. So the issue that I got, and I've had forever, has (laughs) India in it. Shout out to India Sean. India Um, But I was reading some of the articles about uh, people doing artwork for cover work. So it made me think to myself, we are about to do an icebreaker, and we can do some shout outs at the end if you would like. The icebreaker is, if you had an album... What would your artwork look like? Your cover art? It could be a photo shoot. It could be like, do you have any ideas for what your mm. artwork would look like if you put out an album? Oh my! Let's say over the next week, you're coming out. What's your artwork gonna look like? Oh, and do you have an album name? Oh my god! So you could make up a project and artwork right now. Hmm. Palo Santo. <laughs> That's actually kind of lit. That though. is. We, that we is kind of cute. Down. Put that somewhere. <laughs> hmm. This so, is a good one. I know. So I had an idea for an album. <clears throat> I want the cover art to be like almost like black and white, but instead of white, it's actually going to be gold. Like it's going to be like black and gold checkerboard like that. And if there were like, you know, there's going to be physical CDs and vinyls put out, I would want the uh, gold to be felt on this, uh, the artwork on the cover of it. And uh, the album, the name of the album would be, uh, I'm still working on it. I just know I have to have That's like the a name ch- of it? <laughs> no. I'm still working on it. <laughs> oh, you mean you're still oh, working you know on what? the title? It would be called. Because that would be a perfect name. I'm dead serious. I thought called, that well, you were saying It would be name. called Rogue. It Rogue? Would, Rode. Rode. It would be black and gold and it would be called Rogue. 
You're so artsy. I I see it. And it fits your aesthetic, too. Right. I see it. Oh, and one of my music videos. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you don't add it a, a bonus. <laughs> Just because you know what? I was watching when I saw Get Out for like the fifth fucking time when that scene in the sunken place where he's like um, falling and doing some it. things in the movie. If you haven't seen it, I was like, that would be a perfect music video. And I want that to be for music video. That would be a perfect Kanye West music video, too. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so, album artwork, title. Hmm. This is tough. This is hard, ain't it? You sitting in you sitting in the lobby and you about to have the big meeting. L.A. Reed. He's. He I think my project would probably be called Lavender. Ooh. Right. Just because of that. It's called the way lavender makes you feel, and even by the way it looks, like when you see fields of lavender, I think that's what I how I make people feel. So I think that would be a cool project title. My music would most likely. Do the same. Um, what would the cover be? It'd be cheesy to have it be like a lavender cover. No, <laughs> that's what it's called, like a lavender room. Um, the word lavender. What would the cover be? I don't know. <laughs> that's a tough one. This is a good one. Yeah. Okay, so. So one time I was in Miami on New Year's Eve, right? And we was on this yacht. It was, like, crazy, like, on the water. And I took this picture on this boat. And, like, Miami is behind me. I was smoking a big-ass cigar. And I would use that picture for my album cover just because I always said I would. <laughs> and that's so you. <laughs> it is. And then I think, like, for the... With, like, the, loafers on. The, wait till I show you the picture. Like, you're going to be like, Dustin. It. But... And then I think for like the 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 album, I I want to do something visual where either like a video series or something where they follow me and like catch me in moments, like you know, like when we go out and stuff with Sante or Fran or whatever, and we're in like clubs and we're in our section partying mm-hmm. and stuff, and I'm drifting off, looking at the crowd and thought, snap the picture right then. Get a mm. bunch of those moments, like when we're working or I'm drifting off in thought or whatever, like I'm in the midst of whatever is going on, but I'm off in thought. Take a bunch of them and let me then do some photo edits through there, and I think we'll find what I'm looking for. Mm. As far as the title for the album, I don't know what I would call it. There's some, there's a, um, I would probably call my album Hebrews. Um, it's a, There's a scripture in Hebrews that I have tattooed on my arm. I just put it like that. And I would probably call that that scripture. My album would be the, t- the that scripture. So that's what it would be. Oh, I thought you mm-hmm. were saying your album would be called Hebrew. I'm like, that's something about that is no. fresh. It would be Hebrews and then the verse, the chapter and the verse, which I'll tell y'all later. Because mm-hmm. everybody don't need to know all of that. It's kind of personal, mm-hmm. which is where your art would be. But I ain't ready to put it out yet. So you'll find out then. <laughs> all right, I got what mine would be. What was her name? The old lady that was always in the window in 227. Pearl. Pearl. Yep. Do you remember how she would sit in the window? And it's like, it was a brownstone, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So give you that Crooklyn yes. Pearl 227 vibe where I'm in the window, like obviously big hair. Yeah. Like I want the, the brownstone to be kind of shitty. Like if it's like under construction very new york typical like this shit got burned down at some point (laughs) (laughs) like that kind of dirty vibe and then there's a vase on the window though with like just one little stick of lavender that is on it and that's just like the only 
pretty serene delicate thing. serene part of that picture you know what i mean yes right i you could see, see that for you i could totally and could. the vase could even be cracked it don't even have it could be a mason jar like it don't have to be pretty at all but it's just that one piece of piece <laughs> in the picture and everything else is just very like gritty New I like York, that. Right? I like that. And so you wouldn't put the word lavender on the cover. Right. Everybody would just know oh. that's what the album was called. See? Ah! I like that. I like that. Right? <laughs> it's a hit. Yeah. And put me in my very bohemian, you know, with the like. Your hair all over. When my hair, when I do the big puffy hair, just kind of in the window, like looking away. Very Amel LaRue. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my project. Well, I like that group. I theory. like it too. <laughs> Well, that was this week's icebreaker. Does Cute. anybody have any musical shout outs they want to shout out? Shout out. I got some songs I like. Go ahead and talk about them. I just want to give another shout out to CCB or CBB Fancy. <laughs> I really need to hear this um, song. Fatty, whatever. I don't know if it's, I think it's CCB, but Fatty, but that's the jam. Um, what else CCB. have I been listening to? Is it just the letters like yep. CCB? Just the letters. Right. It's a DC go go song and it just doesn't let up. It's just nonstop fucking jamming from beginning to end. Fran, oh, like, it just, it doesn't let up. I'll just put it to you like <laughs> Dustin, that. Dustin, you need to make a playlist. I'm yes, going to. Right? I'm going to. I told a you. A party playlist for us. I promise I will. The other song I want to highlight is actually on this Mike Will uh, Made It compilation. Ooh. Oh, I did it's see It's really dope. Um, there is a song that he has. I'm getting to it. If I can find it in my, here we go. On his oh. Ransom 2 album. Uh, Mike Will Made It. He has a song called Perfect Pint. It's Mike Will Made It featuring Kendrick Lamar, Gucci Man, and Ray Schremert. And mm. it's the jam. And so I just want to give a shout out to that song. Yes. Song, y'all. Um, somebody, I mean, Gold Link is out. Yes, that Gold Link right? is Right, his new pro- I just love Gold Link. I don't even have a fave. I do like the meditation song, though, with yeah. him and Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan. Yeah, it's cool. There's a song after that called Her Side Story, and I forgot uh, the me- melody, but it almost sounded like a little party next door so I like it. You know, of like course. That. <laughs> baby, I'm down for you. Baby, I'm down for you. Right. Um, who else dropped? A lot. I feel like there's been so much music lately. Like, people... I know. These artists have their feet, their foot well, on our neck. You know, I love it. You know, Drake's project was like three days, three days long, so you can't listen to all that oh, in just true, like true. a week and shit. So. <laughs> it's a jam, though. Yeah, I'll be I'm still playing. Shit on, still playing. Um, I'm still playing my section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but wait till you move down. You know, you got to get to my section. I haven't gotten there yet. Right. I'm still wait till he drop more death. Oh, <laughs> 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 I ain't want more death. I'm not downloading that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hell of a um, made them beats. Hell of a. Ooh, can you imagine Hell of a making the beats on an album called More Death? I ain't buying it. What the hell is this? Marilyn Manson? Okay. Um, I know. I've, I've gone back. I've been listening to Erica Badu. Yes, God. Yes. Like his mama's gun oh album. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Kiss and, um, Me on the, My Neck. Remember Out My Mind? Just in Time. Just in Time. Yes. That whole long. It's like 10 All minutes. her long songs, like Green Eyes. Green Eyes. <sighs> Because you eat a lot of vegetables. Mm. Don't get me That's started, That's the only friend. reason I'm jealous. I ain't got nothing <laughs> damn, to do. The damn being <laughs> Mary Jane playlist out here. That, oh, the really Mar- let me tell you something. So Erica Badu's music, though, for real, for real. For That's real. Like a totally She's different timeless. time. She knows what the fuck to do. Yes. She knows what to and do. And that's why you can't, as an artist, I always tell people, don't follow trends because... Mm. You have to do what comes natural to you because then that's how you're timeless no matter what era of music it is. Like, Erica Badu, I play her music always. And all of it sounds like it could have come out tomorrow. Recently, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think 
remember we were talking about Tina Shit, Tina. Sh- you guys messed Tenacia. up. Tenacho. I'm about to call it Tina, Tina Shea because you're Tina- always saying it. <laughs> Tenacho, no. Trina Shea. Tenacia. You know, if she were to just kind of like go into the conference room, close the door, you know what I mean? And be like, what the fuck is my sound? No, don't bring us in there. She's going to pass you the amethyst mixtape. Extend your card. But that's it. That's it for me. Those are the only... I just have one ratchet shout out to clearly give out. Uh, R.I.P. to Shawty Low, but they just dropped his album. Is it good? Yes. Uh. Wait, his album? Yes. You know, I don't, there's this thing where people, folks die and they still drop the oh, album. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's, I mean, people work in Atlanta, like they all have like tons of music that just never gets put That's out. That's true. All the so, studio demos and stuff. Yeah. So Shawty Low, they passed Project Rico. Yeah. You know, Aww. still there. Still got it. That's there's a couple sad. of favorites. I mean, yeah, it is. Right? It's very, very bittersweet. Well, at least it's good. I, I was mean, in Atlanta. Dope. I got to go to Atlanta. Shout out to the Fair Stars Live Tour. <laughs> and I was actually at the High, the high Museum of Art. High as hell listening to it. <laughs> and so it was just, it That's was That's a good kinda, day. It was great, but it was still kind of like, damn, like. But yeah, just R.I.P. to Charlie Lowe. I have to say that. Yay. Uh, outside of that, also, I don't know if I shouted out previously, but I think I did, but. Check out again Nika Moore. She's now on iTunes and Tidal and Spotify because she was only on SoundCloud before. Uh, that's N-I-Q-A-M-O-R. Check her out. Listen to her sound. Just a new up-and-coming female artist that I just want to show some love and light to. And that is going to be it for the Music Man segment. Now we will take you on over to TV Land. How you going to take them to TV Land? Anybody say I could go if I can. We go if you can, if you go if you can. If you don't go, then I'll go again, man. <laughs> that was good, damn. <clears throat> so... This week on TV. <laughs> this week. Um, these damn Real Housewives of Atlanta, I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> Phaedra got it coming. And every week we just get more and more anticipation building up to this reunion, which yes. today there actually was a still shot leaked from the reunion that showed how everybody looked. The theme was obviously jewel tones. Their gowns were beautiful. <laughs> Candy looked like she had on a gold um, pantsuit, like, sequins. It was really nice. Mm. Um, Portia had on purple, like, just like a liar. Who was the worst Phaedra dress? was sitting up there in a red dress like a harlot. Um, <laughs> Shamia was on one end of the couch. I was so glad she was there because I really, mm-hmm, Shamia Morton, the one who can't oh, the one who, yeah. Stop. Yeah, so, friend, so, friend, <laughs> so you already know what we about to get, right? You can't just go around saying shit like that about people. Mm. And so there's already been so much talk about all of these things that supposedly happen at the reunion. You know what I mean? All these secrets that are supposedly told. They said that one of the producers was the ones who told Phaedra and Portia about the dungeon, Marvin, all the shit. But I think it's all a big fat lie. But they said that that comes out. They also said that... um, just a whole bunch of stuff is going to happen. But I also heard that P- that Candy delivers and that she nails Phaedra to the yes. cross so bad yes. that everybody jumps in. Um, and Phaedra is really exposed as the liar that she is. So I'm looking forward to it. She looked like a blood clot at the reunion. She has on like this big <laughs> oh my God. burgundy-ish dress. And her posture is her posture very Yo, much evokes that of a lying spirit. Um, a lying yeah and i just can't wait and then the steel shot candy is pointing this is gonna be good when is it um april 16th it drops april 16th so far away cynthia's hair is really really big you know everybody loves mm, it when she does that at the yeah. reunion 
So I'm just I'm just looking not backward, but why the is opposite. it so far away? Because there's two more episodes. Now. Oh, it's not yeah. done. Oh. We got two more episodes. That's like, wait, you gotta wait like 16 wait. days. I don't know. We be protesting outside Bravo, <laughs> Occupy Bravo. Okay. Put the shit on Friday. So, um, but so that's been great. Um, Portia had filmed one of the most ridiculous scenes I've ever seen, asking um, oh this God. guy who is just completely vaped. Um, about uh, creating a baby nup. There was all this language in this nup? document saying that he had to disclose all his fine. In case she gets pregnant, they just have this in place. It was the most ridiculous shit right. I ever heard. Fifty percent of this, thirty-five percent of that. What are these scores? What's this number? She gets What's that? I can gets- take this baby internationally. What really brought it home for me? Okay, it made me realize just how stupid this was. He said. What is this? Have all rights to the baby um, in digital print, whatever, whatever. Her response, yeah, because I want to put our family on Instagram. That's when I got up and got me another piece of pizza yep. and refilled my cran apple juice because I was ready to kill the time <laughs> until the next scene came on. It was that ridiculous. I felt insulted that we had to sit through that. I understand that they have to stretch it out for a certain number of episodes. Advertisers got to do what they do. I get it. I would have much rather seen more footage from Candy's aunts who were in the kitchen cooking. There was a cordless phone on the counter that one of them put back into the cradle. There was a spice rack, a box of freezer bags, Ziploc freezer bags sitting on top of the microwave. Real blackness. They were cooking (laughs) Sunday dinner. Um, They were having a conversation about why they don't ever allow the aunts to go on the trip. Aunt Bertha, as she's putting a dish into the stove, okay, she says, because we would eat them hoes alive. (laughs) Talking about Candy's cast, The goat. So I would much rather have seen more of that, more of that black authenticity from Candy's family than this stupid made-up scene, and it just further contributes to my theory over here that Portia dropped the whole franchise down a peg or two or 300. Mm. She did. She is fabricating stories and making things up to fill up camera time as opposed to the authentic stories that we were given when the show first came on. So, and it's just her that's doing it. Everybody else is pretty much giving us an accurate representation, except for Phaedra because she keeps lying. But the joke is that really is an accurate representation of her because she's a liar. <laughs> so I'm just saying we're getting it all the way around. Yeah, so so those are my feelings about that. Um, shout out to Cynthia and her beautiful. Every every time we get more and more footage of Lake Bailey, her home, it just becomes more and more clear why she picked that home and that piece of property. It looks like one of the most serene, peaceful places mm. to live. I want to go. I can't. We going. I can't <laughs> wait to go visit. Um, and the home is it's just Friend, gorgeous. So, it's friend for real. Like, like that's what it looks like. Well, that's one thing I will say about Atlanta: the properties that mm-hmm. you guys have, and then the price range. Like that's what makes oh, it so peaceful. I know. I'm in all this. I got six bedrooms. Imagine for eleven hundred dollars a month. I forgot what the price she paid for. I'm house, at peace. It, I think her house was a, a good little chunk. Well, of her change, house was a million dollars. I mean, but it was yeah, still. Yeah, but I'm I mean, sure it was, but, it was but, still but, nice. Mansion, like, yeah. yeah, like to be by the lake and all that. Yeah. Some people will pay all that and be, you know, here. Lake <laughs> access alone. You pay a million dollars for one bedroom in Harlem here. Yep. Like, easy. you know what I mean? Like easily. I've been looking at properties in New York, and I don't think that so I can buy one. This house, this house right by the lake. A lake. It's just gorgeous. That's she had Phaedra's lying ass over to the house. Meanwhile, to I'm talk looking about at spots in Washington Heights. Like, would this be worth a million? <laughs> <laughs> like, <it doesn't>... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> excitement. Uh, so, but yeah, she had lying ass Phaedra over the house, trying to throw her an olive branch. 
Um, one of the funniest, but there were two things that I do want to highlight about this week's episode that literally had me cracking up laughing. Oh, um, me and my sister and a, a very uh, me and my I was watching this with a group of people, mm. and so um, she had so she had <laughs> Cynthia and Phaedra at Cynthia's house, and because Phaedra was so sensitive about the divorce party that Kenya threw. Cynthia said, well, is the divorce, is it final? Portia said it was final. So is it final or what? Phaedra went ahead and felt comfortable sharing the fact that at that time, in her mind, the divorce was final. We all know that the judge just came forward and said it's all a bunch of lies. They still married by the ankle, shackled. But at that time, she thought it was final. So she said, yes, it's final. And then Cynthia had me laughing when I was watching the show because she says to Phaedra, well, Congratulations. Well, not congratulations, but good for you. Or whatever it's whatever works. Whatever's the right thing to you know say. What I <laughs> That's what she told me. You know what? Just win a case. <laughs> yeah. Just win a case. You win that case. So that was funny. Then the other thing that made me literally guffaw was when Phaedra's um just Phaedra's curdled ass curdled. That's what we describe right. Phaedra's sour ass was sitting up there in that lawyer's with office Johnny. with Johnny. <laughs> They they have legal pads and pens and shit and paper clips and old cold coffee on the table like they really working. When mind you, this is the most just full of fluff. Just the most it lacks. It's the, it, it has absolutely no substance whatsoever. But they're acting like they're doing this work. Phaedra's literally faking like she's taking notes and never actually writing anything. But during this. Um, this boy who obviously has this personal vendetta, vendetta against Candy, he's telling the um, employment attorney, you know, his side of things or whatever. Phaedra's allowing all of this to be filmed because it further does damage to Candy, so she's happy with that. Further proof that she is. Moving forward. Um, so so in, in the meeting, the boy is saying, you know, I share with Candy. Um, he's speaking in a, in, a, in a measured tone. He's like, I shared with Candy you know, my desire to, um, you know, about this restaurant and the concept. And then eight months later, here she come. And then he changed the inflection of his voice. He's like, now, mind you, this is a meeting with these attorneys. And this is how you know he's full of shit because he couldn't help his petty. He couldn't hold his petty in. So he says, you know, and then eight months later, here she come. Oh, um, <laughs> me and Ty finna open a restaurant. Like he changed his voice. <laughs> it was so, it was so stupid. But I hollered. I'm telling you, that's y'all's homework. Watch Look, that clip. Frank, could you imagine if we're in the courtroom with all our exes and, one of, them, with and the... one of them up yeah. there trying to impersonate And then Fran was like, oh my God. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, she'd always tell me every time she'd see me, she would tell me, Eat better because <laughs> like he, he literally did it with a straight face, so that was hilarious. Those were the oh, moments that made me laugh on Real Housewives quality, of Atlanta. Quality. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, y'all pushing it. Y'all pushing it, I y'all mean. pushing it, y'all pushing it. And here's why I was doing just fine. I had even, you know, seen a glimmer, a, a, a sliver, you know, a needle in a haystack of legitimacy <laughs> in Rashida and Kirk's storyline. <laughs> I was, you know, I was giving it a chance. I'm happy about Jocelyn and all of her growth. Call it what you want, but it's growth. Right. Um, and then, what? yeah, here comes this introduction of this salon and these people. Can I just, I know you're about to go in. So Wait, can what? I, a salon? I just want to say this, because you're about to go in and I can't go after that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there are entirely too many new people 
which is also code for there are too many people I don't care about on this show right now. Mm. Like way too many. And I'll just say that. Go on. Is it because people left or are they just adding? They are just. Okay. So first episode, they throwing Melissa in here, the new lesbian uh, or Kirk's uh, baby mama number one. And her girlfriend and and the girlfriend. And they all go together. Okay. And then here here we go with this episode. I'm going to count how many of you mentioned. There's lovely Mimi. Um, treasure is that Mimi's new name? No, so th- so there's this Instagram girl, lovely, lovely Mimi, who just sounds uh, not to be wrong, but Young Bay from Black Ink Crew just on this show, pudgy Mimi. Um, the girl that owned the shop that she work in, um, the, the girl that worked for the girl that brought the girl in for the shop, like I don't know any of these people. <laughs> and they're, they're all horrible I'm like, people. I don't know any of y'all. And they're I'm not all about horrible to do people. They're all filming those scenes where they try to say the most outrageous or tongue in cheek thing they can come up with at the time to you know get a rise out of everybody. There's absolutely no cohesion. Well, I'm sleeping in the with a married man. And, and oh, he I paying forgot my about bills. That one. Another and, one I don't care. about. Well, Dang. you ain't. That's wrong. And. It, this is how bad it was. I'm about to bring it full circle for those that watch and maybe you if you remember some of these names, friend. Mm-hmm. But it got so bad that they're all sitting in the room, all the new girls, and then Tommy and Jessica fucking dime. And guess who was making the most sense in the room? Carly Jessica Red. Dime oh. and Tommy. Well, Je- now, well Jessica you, Dime was like the Carly <laughs> Red adjacent in this scene, I feel like. If you if it's that if if that if it's that bad, if we got to look to Jessica Dime and fucking Tommy to be the voices of, of is it reason, Asante? The voices of treason. Re- <laughs> like, 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 I, like, like, I've never, I had just never treason. seen, these girls were literally saying, these girls were sitting up there saying like, uh, well, if it's, if he married, I didn't make the commitment, she, he did, and she did, and I, they just had no sense of like any type of self-worth no decorum nothing they were literally just it was it was uncomfortable imagine to watch. that's how bad it was imagine going to a ratchet acting class in a strip club and doing improv games yeah it looked like an improv scene <laughs> with all these women just like all right just make up a bunch of shit and see who's who can deal with it the most like it just all sounded like bullshit. I was like, no, I don't care about you or this. And then they started coming for each other. And then right. Dime was trying to make sense. And I'm like, I don't even care about Dime. Like, I cannot watch any of this scene. Tell me about the baby. This go, is how fake it was. We were introduced to, to these characters in this episode. And one of the relationships amongst this new group of people is employer and employees, right? So we were introduced to them at the end of this episode. And we've already witnessed a physical altercation between the employer and one of the employees. We already how did y'all go from, from already? That's where we are. That's how, I hate to use the word thirsty, so I'm not. That's how um, hungry for attention <laughs> these people are. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it, and it just makes it really hard to watch. So, And it also makes it hard to believe in the rest of the franchise. But well, well. you know how cheap the rate is. And on top of that, Keisha <laughs> Cole doing Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Keisha so, Cole. And, and had the audacity to say, I wanted to reconnect with my fans. But Why you just had your own because, show. Because well, she had her own show, and her own show was completely different. I and don't think good. Keisha Cole is going to play. I don't know if she's honestly going to play into the antics on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Her her own show was good. Like, I mean, reality TV gold. If you reach back into the vault, Seriously. Keisha Cole shows are in there. Yeah, like, I watched it with her mom. Frankie, Neffy. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you, mm-hmm. I would rather see Neffy and Frankie back on my, my TV with Keisha Cole than her with Tierra and all them doing Maybe Lord she feels what. most comfortable with a cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because she doesn't have her mom, I'm assuming, and her sister to want to be on the show anymore. 
I don't know what the hell is going on. Well, we'll see. We'll see how uh, Keisha Cole decides to play her cards. When is that? Um, June, I think. Yeah. One, oh, usually, okay. when one goes, another one comes. June or right. July. So. Dang, Mona be having her foot on her neck. What? You better get them checked. I just was very uncomfortable with that, and I just I felt like they were just putting anything on the TV, and it was so unnecessary. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta was going just fine. We didn't need any of no these characters. characters. None of them. The only good thing is that we're going to get to watch Tommy beat one of the asses. <laughs> the girl Treasure, I think, was her name. Tommy is going to beat her oh, ass Oh, the one at the nail week. salon? Yeah, the one that was really the most aggressive she in the conversation with Tommy. Yeah. I just think that you're She was like, you bitch. were low and we Oof. were high, that girl. Yes, okay. So we're going to get to see one of the girls that really irritated us get beat get up next up. week. So that's the silver lining, I guess. <laughs> but, like, I just, they don't need to be there, and I'm just over it. And that's all I have got to say. No, it's not. What do we need to talk about? Carly Red and the baby in that. I don't need to say anything about Carly Red and somebody else's okay, business. Okay, friends. I don't know Carly why she Red. is so hell bent on going on this Kirk Got a Baby tour. We know. Oh, but can I just say, I, I love. Storyline. I just love when they show <laughs> Young Jock like gag. Like it gets me every it's time. It's hilarious. Like <laughs> when they showed him the picture and he was like, oh, damn. Like, did like, you hear Carly Red talking about, well, I got, that's okay because I still got him to take these pictures for my sex book, even though his body looked like shit. <laughs> oh, that shit made what? me laugh. <laughs> she, said, she said, even though it his came body out of like nowhere. Shit. They were like <laughs> making up and she was saying how she had gotten him that to his body do his work. Yes. yes. That's so mean. But, but that's okay. He got him to do this work. And she wanted even his him. His body looked like shit. But she wanted him to do the <laughs> cover. So it's like, why are you doing this? You want, Maybe she wants to embarrass him. I mean, because there's, like, why do you want him to do this? His body looks like shit, though. Or maybe she really does just love him on some hood shit. Sidebar. Like She's now dating Caesar from Black Ink Crew. Oh, and word Lord. on the street is they celibate. They hold now. They hold now for Who a hero. They hold now for a hero. Carly Red and Caesar, they ain't fucking. They you said holding up for what? They ain't like this. They ain't fucking. I'm not That's doing the word it. on the street. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> Carly Red shows a picture of this young lady's baby next episode, I believe. Yeah. Carly Red held the baby. And the young they lady. still haven't showed this baby. Well, they showed the baby. Did they show the baby? Even they, that was baby. too much they for me. They showed the like... baby. Look, they showed the baby. This, this young lady brought her baby. Uh, this young lady's girlfriend came in the room with the the baby and showed Carly and all that. And next week, I guess Carly showed somebody a picture. Why does the girl have an attitude? She was like, you, you put my baby out there. I'm like, you put your baby on yeah, television show. and probably didn't even cover your rent. Like, why did you do Ooh. that? And now you want to fight this week? Never mind. <laughs> I'm so mad about this. There's like, they could have totally had that Kurt got a baby storyline without us knowing that that girl was in a relationship with um, the other girl and Until the other later. guy. We did not need to know that at all. We they could have just filmed Jasmine and the storyline could have been this girl is saying she has a baby by Kirk. That's enough. It's actually more than enough. And they could have brought the other stuff out later. We didn't ever these. need but it. You're right. That's we my don't. point. And that's we why don't. I get mad at Mona because she does this kind of not Mona. I say Mona to reference whoever is casting and making these bad decisions. I get mad at whoever that is because we literally don't need it. It's enough that Kirk It's shocking enough that Kirk has this this baby outside of his marriage i think the fact that they're force feeding all these other unneeded layers it kind of lessens the the sting of it you know what i mean when you see it other way it normalizes certain things that may work for some people may work for other people whatever but at what point is why do we need more girls going on tv saying oh well i'm fucking a married man because he's paying too. my bills Me too. why do we need that why did we need to know that 
This girl is worried about the paternity of her baby. Meanwhile, she's in a relationship with two other people, putting it on television. They are laying in the bed. Shout out to Justin J twelve thirty two on Twitter and YouTube, who said that they that before the cameras came on, they was like, "All right, y'all, play sleep," and then the cameras <laughs> came on because that's what it looked TV like. Magic. That's what it looked like. <laughs> I'm just tired of that. Like, I feel like we never needed to know any of that. We were we were good with the fact that he had this extramarital affair and it produced a child may or may not Absolutely. have. Absolutely. That's enough. The way that that first episode ended, that was great. But if they were going to throw all this extra stuff in there, they could have uh. spaced it out and got rid of all these other women that just keep throwing in there. I was like, y'all have so much that y'all could have just spaced out. We definitely didn't need the addition of Lovely Mimi, the Glam no, Shop. No, none of that. The no, Slop Shop, no. the Chop Shop, whatever the fuck that we, is. I honestly at. didn't need Bambi to come back. Well, see, I like Bambi. I, I like Bambi, too. I like too. Bambi. No. I, wanted, I like Bambi But I would honestly want Bambi to go back on basketball. Oh, me, too. LA. Which we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> That's what Wait, I want. Wait, she's on, too? She, she, she came from Basketball Wives LA. That's where we oh, met The original her. crossover, got you, got you. bitch. Yeah. Oh, Give Bambi her. Cool. Give Bambi and her hooks I like Bambi dude. because <laughs> her, and Stra- her and Scrappy do love each other, and she brings some legitimacy or legitimacy. <laughs> some legitimacy or some, like, she just makes him more real. And she shows a side of him that's like authentic as opposed because to Because she being really thinks about love and, and hip hop. Like her and um what's the other young lady, Walker's wife? Tammy. Tammy, they really are like relationship people, yep. like trying to get that together. They are, but I just feel and I, and you're a hundred percent right. Of the two, I feel like there's more intelligence on Bambi's end. I think Bambi actually is a mm, smart person. Absolutely. And when she reasons absolutely. when she when she gives like her reason for certain behaviors or reactions. It always makes sense. And she ha- she holds Scrappy accountable mm-hmm. to a certain standard that even his mama didn't do because she got a song talking about heels, flats, or some mother, literally all the <laughs> motherfucking wedges in that order, in that order. Somebody mama, somebody grandmama. I saw the gift of her dancing in the street. <laughs> Looking like Kiki Palmer. <laughs> she, was, she was at the reunion too. Mama Key. <laughs> <laughs> you have any other shows you want to talk about? Oh, oh no, but let me tell you, Basketball Wives, it's coming back. It's not even I Basketball Wives LA. Promos. It's just Basketball it's just, Wives. That's right. The the promo was Tammy and Evelyn going for a oh tip off. Oh my god. I can uh, t- Are Evelyn can't no. And Tammy oh. and Jackie did Good Day or did Hollywood Today Live or whatever so you said it Tammy is. Tammy and Jackie? Tammy oh. and Jackie did it. And there's already obviously already drama between them. I can already wholeheartedly say that I'm on Evelyn's side just based on <laughs> just on based side. on the interview that Jackie and Tammy gave. <laughs> where the, I, I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna just listen, friend. You know what? I was no, like, I'm just, I'm just gonna listen, and I'm just gonna see if what they say makes any sense. Sure enough, Tammy comes on. They're like, so Tammy, are the fans? What's going on with you and Evelyn this season? Well, the fans are going to love it. Um, And they were like, well, Evelyn left, and now she's back. Does that make you all intimidated? Well, I actually had left, too, and then Shawnee called me two years ago to come on back. Lie. No, you didn't. Everybody that's been watching Basketball Wives from day one knows that after that season in um, in, in Miami, I think it was season five, now with Keisha, the one with... um, After Keisha? The one with the tall girl. I can't remember. Was it Tasha that opened the weave place? Oh yes, remember Tasha? Why are you invested? That, in that, right, yeah, <laughs> is it so wins or so, so ends? After after <laughs> after that season, that series was in jeopardy. It wasn't really coming back. VH1 was over all the fighting and the bullshit, and they were not interested in it. They put all the money into Basketball Wives LA. They recast it. It got good. 
It was that's what the focus was. So it wasn't that Tammy left the show. VH1 wasn't fucking with it. And Evelyn vocally said, "I'm not doing this. I'm done. I'm gone." And went on to have her own show on own. Own, yeah. So the fact that Tammy told that lie this time, like, oh, well, I actually had left too. That's the problem. Let me give y'all a little history, and then we're gonna move on. But y'all didn't ignite a fire in me. I we finna go there. So, so now when you watch the promos of Tammy and Evelyn, the tip off, look at Dustin behind Evelyn. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Reed with the rebound. That's right. You damn right. In your face. So the problem was always that Tammy never felt like she measured up to those girls. She felt like she had just as much credibility because she was married to Kenny Anderson. And at one point she did live a really, really opulent life. But she never really hit the mark when it came to like the execution of her style or having class or... Knowing, being cultured, knowing certain things, she always had a really rough edge, and it always had, she always had this appearance of trying to get towards it or trying to make it and being a beggar. She always had that appearance. She looked trashy and seedy when she first came on. There was an actual scene filmed where Jennifer said, "I don't." When Shawnee introduced Jennifer and Evelyn to Tammy, and she asked them after Tammy went to the bathroom, I think it was how they felt, and Jennifer was like, I, "It's just." You know, the tattoos and the nails. It's just, oh that's what it was. So from day one, Tammy has always felt um, less than or, you know, inferior to them. And so the fact that she immediately jumped to, oh, I left too? Nah, because I had also left. And then she called me to come back. That lets you know what the spirit already is, what it's going to be. When I saw that and saw the way that Jackie was sitting up there shoved in that blazer with them shoulder pads Stop on, it. still doing the same shit, and co-signing Tammy shit, not really having nothing to say. <laughs> Tammy talking tights. about her relationship, being in drama with everybody. She never has nothing to offer of her own. Yes, she's funny. Yes, she knows how to cuss. And yes, it's funny and fun to watch her cuss people out. But I think Evelyn being back on the show is going to really highlight the fact that that's all that really was there. So that's why I can say I'm on Evelyn's side already, and I'm looking forward to it. See, when I say this stuff, I don't just be going off emotion. I, I'm all, My brain is working from season one, episode one. I ain't forgot shit. So when you say these things that don't make sense, I can tell you, uh-uh, not so fast, bitch, because I was watching, and I remember what you said and what you did, and that is inaccurate and inconsistent. And that's why I don't fuck with y'all like that. And so that's why I'm on Evelyn's side. There you so have that's it. the TV segment. <laughs> there you have it. Well, well let's I guess move we on are... to what the folks have to say. We're going to go ahead and jump right into asking for a friend. Don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. What it is. <laughs> Am I going through the change is the subject of this email. Didn't we talk about going through the change last week? <laughs> oh, my God, we well, I, I ain't go through no change. Well, what change did you go through last week? Remember playing. how we changed. I know, you I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Dear friends, <laughs> the Friend Zone podcast is one of a kind, Jim. Oh, thank you. My question is, while changing your lifestyle, how do you differentiate between having taken, one more, taken on more than you can handle and the discomfort of being a novice in transition? I'll provide background in hopes of providing clarity. Thank you. I'm 26, <laughs> female, and a woman of color. Over the past few years, I've lost 100 pounds, left a long-term relationship, changed states, and quit jobs to begin working on my career as an artist. Wow. All of these changes began with some level of discomfort that eventually became pieces of a manageable lifestyle. Now, I work full-time teaching art, part-time selling art, work a couple of gigs a month hosting artsy events, and have started my business that I hope one day encompasses all of the aforementioned sources of income. I'm so blessed for the vast opportunities that come my way. But I do feel overwhelmed at times and wonder if this feeling is the discomfort of just starting out or if I've genuinely bit off more than I can chew. 
How do you guys tell the difference in your careers? Thanks in advance for your help. Hmm. It's a good question. Right. Um, I think for me, time is what helps me out. Like I will, like you said in the, in the email, sometimes it's hard to differentiate between do I have a lot going on or is this, or am I headed in the wrong direction? Mm. You know, so your intuition can kind of spaz out a little bit and not really know. But what I do is that I just give it time. Like, because time always tells. And then if my anxiety continues and doesn't really subside and I don't see progress in any one direction, you know, and I'm not like feeling like this was totally worth it. Like even with the podcast, remember we talked about this a million times or initially I was like, I can't do that. No way. (laughs) And I took it on and it was scary, overwhelming. I was nervous all the time. But then I gave it time. And it turned out to be one of the best decisions. Yeah, it turned out to be one of the best decisions, period. So time, just, you know, move forward with it. And there's a quote that Haas, uh, shout out to my homegirl Haas, always says, you'll know the truth by how it makes you feel. Mm. And I totally, yeah, I totally go off of that. You know, over time, I'm like, is this making me feel good? That simple. Yes or no. Mm. And then that's your decision. I go off that too, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Is this making me feel good? <laughs> Dustin okay, would. So to answer, he would. <laughs> and how good does it make <laughs> me feel? <laughs> <laughs> make me feel good. Make me feel good. Like monsters ball. <laughs> make me feel good. I want you to make me feel good. Okay, then monsters balls fucking with me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, here's the real answer. <laughs> You can measure how much is too much by the outcome of the work that you're doing. You want to put out quality projects and you want to put out things that represent who you are and what you can do, your capabilities, your skills, your dedication, and your passion. So if if the outcome of the things that you're taking on is not a reflection of that, then it's time to rethink how much is too much. And that's how you can, can prioritize what's important and what's not. So always just pay attention to the outcome are you able to perform at your best are you able to really peak and give a quality product and as long as the answer is yes you have room if the answer is no some gotta go so be like martin and kick them out or be like <laughs> uncle phil and throw their ass across the front porch <laughs> like they did jazz but some gotta go god damn it get out if you can't get it right preach um, I'm just going to go ahead and kick the ball back to both of them. I'm still in the process of learning this my damn self. So uh, one of the things that I've been struggling with is what projects I should take on or shouldn't. And is it going to be beneficial in the long term to what I'm trying to do? And how how much of a help am I going to be to the project I want to contribute to? And I always think to myself, well, if I can't give what I know that I can give, then I don't know if I want to do it. And I have to step outside of that for the longest as well because there are a lot of things that I can do that I didn't know I could do until I started doing them too. So I just continue to challenge myself and figure it out as I go. I think time is the perfect answer because all you know is what you do and you, you don't know what you don't do, honestly. Shit, you'll never know if you don't try. Being challenged versus being fearful. Yep. That takes a while to distinguish. Yes. Hopefully we helped. I know somebody did. <laughs> now we're going to move to the black business. So a lot of you tagged us to a new 
Well, it's actually the first, apparently, the first black-owned toothbrush company called Coral Oral. That's C-O-R-A-L-O-R-A-L. And um, it's really cute. They're just black. Some nice noir Yeah, just some noir. (laughs) Some really, like, classy black brushes. And they're sold exclusively on webuyblack.com. The founder is Sharif Abdul-Malik. And he's also actually the founder of WeBuyBlack.com as well, which has a lot of Black-owned businesses if you want. It's like a directory, so I think it's really cool. But he said the inspiration for the products came to him while volunteering for Black youth and teaching them about entrepreneurship and economic empowerment. After explaining the importance of recirculating dollars within the Black community by supporting Black-owned enterprises, Abdul Malik asked the class what essential item they would produce first. And their answer is toothbrushes. <laughs> and he was like, bet. <laughs> so since the products launched in early February of 2017, the response has apparently been explosive with viral shares on social media and sales way beyond projections. Dumb. So nice. I think that's really cool. So definitely support Coral Oral. I'm getting me one of them menthol toothbrushes. You said they black toothbrushes. That yeah. means they got menthol. <laughs> I'm getting me a menthol toothbrush. Right. Hell yeah. And they come in that little faux pack. <laughs> so, I like that faux pack. And okay. they all black. Get that toothbrush and don't be whack. They lean oh. in the toothbrush holder. They black toothbrushes, so they lean. <laughs> they lean in the toothbrush I'm holder. I'm so mad shit. at you. <laughs> The so bristles moving. The bristles moves to the beat. <laughs> they black toothbrushes. So definitely support them. Check them out. And that's it for this week's black business. Yeah. Come on now. That's it for this week's show. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? I just want to give a shoot a huge shout out to Getting Grown, the new podcast here yes. on the Last Network, um, by our family, our sisters Kia and Jade. Um, Jade of all Jades on, twi- on Twitter and nothing but trouble on Twitter. Um, two of our friends who are, are insanely hilarious oh my and God, so funny. Um, just enormously smart. So there's going to be a great intersection of those two things on that podcast. Um, and I just hope everyone listens, subscribe today, and get what you need and get grown with them girls over there. Yes. That's what they're doing. We getting grown. Getting that grown. SoundCloud. Ah, three times oh, seven. Oh, look, you know they did, you want to do the intro music for the song, for their the show? Oh, you guys grown. should. Oh, getting grown. Sing getting grown. Ah, three times seven. <laughs> <laughs> getting grown. 21 for you bitches that didn't catch it. <laughs> That's SoundCloud.com forward slash getting without the G at the end. Of course. Grown, so definitely check them out. Anything else, you guys? I just want to say special thank you to Atlanta and Dallas. Got to see you all when I was there for the Furious Thoughts live tour. Catch me next time in LA and San Francisco. LA, it is April Fools. Come fuck with me. I will be playing pranks before the show, and then April seventh is San Francisco, and then April eighth is Houston. Don't forget KidFuryLive.com if you want tickets. That's right. And I didn't get a chance to thank you guys. Um, I don't think I mentioned it on the last on last week's show, but our tour is completely sold out. Yes, with, yeah, which is amazing. Um, that's gonna it's gonna be twelve cities total, and we're done. So I'm actually kind of happy about that because I didn't like the idea of having to promote something every month. That's kind of overwhelming. But you guys showed up and showed out and showed so much love. Thank you to all the cities. For those of you who didn't get tickets, do not worry. We're coming back bigger and better and with way more depth after this, the experience of this first one for sure next year. So 
Thank you. I love you guys. The fact that we have a sold out tour and the site has not even been up for a month is amazing. Sensational. Right. And thank you for the love that you guys showed on Under the Refinery 29 collab. <laughs> I love the people like, friends all sent me. <laughs> hey, right. Keep doing that. Somebody was like, y'all need to put Fran on more videos. I they love do. y'all. Y'all are just my family. I appreciate the support. It's the best feeling in the world. So. I'm laying low the next couple of weeks until my Atlanta stops, so I have nothing else to really share. I'm just focused on spring cleaning and reorganizing my house because it's a mess. Yes. <laughs> and don't forget, if you're out there in the UK, on April 3rd, tickets go on sale for the So Live Festival, the Shout Out Live Festival. Yes. yes. It's SoLiveFestival.com. That's Shout Out Live the Festival. Um, the tickets will be on sale April 3rd at 9 a.m. I'm not sure whose time, but, you know, get the tickets and you can see us on time yes. over in the U.K. Okay. That's August right. 5th, we cannot wait to be there. It's going to be so much fun. Can't I can't wait. wait. U.K., there. show me some love. I can't wait to be over there and be the American boy. American um, boy. Shout out to Estelle. Love, you love know. UK. <laughs> I love you, Estelle. Yay. Um, one more announcement. Um, April 28th, Mary J. Blige's new studio album, Strength of a Woman, you is coming funny. out. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. My uh, birthday is April 10th, so I kind of feel like she did this for, for me you, in some kind of, of way. Um, so I'm really excited about it. I love all the music. I actually got a chance to see her in Las Vegas this weekend. Shout out to Mexican Joe um, and the Tempted to Touch LGBT Pride Festival that we have every year in March in Las Vegas. It gets bigger and bigger. This was a 10-year anniversary. I was fortunate yeah. enough to be there. Mexican Joe is one of my personal close friends. Um, and Mary J. Blige actually headlined the festival on Saturday night um, at the Rain Nightclub in the Palms. Friday night, Remy Ma performed. Oh, um, and then Sunday night, Big Frida closed it out. Um, there was also a yes. comedy brunch on Sunday with some more doing comedy. So it was, oh, just a, really, it was a really great weekend. Um Shout out to Las Vegas. It was a great time. It was good to see all my friends from all over and all the people that listened to the friend zone and asked about both of you guys. Oh, cute. Shout out to all those people. We love Shout you. Out. Um, it was just great. So that's what's up. Can I say I think about you every time I'm on set of Uncommon Sense Live and I see that Mary J. Blige picture? I'm like, where's Destiny? <laughs> yes, I'm coming with y'all one week. I'm going to come up You guys too. You right? guys too. Yay. Yes. Well, that's it for us this week. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Stay black and protect your magic. See you next week. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, Fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.